pullover. Lean in. It's time for the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I am your host, Danette Relic of Radical Creative Sanctuary, inviting spaciousness for your mind and your heart. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. The Soft Shoulder is your time. Your time to slow down and fuel up on self-love support so you can make the most of your gorgeous life. Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. Hello, sweet listener. It has been a beat or two. Welcome to the fall season or the spring season. (laughs) or whatever season you are in right now. Um, I'm coming to you today with one of my specialties, which is permission giving. And this time around, I want to talk about permission and a reminder that you can change your mind. (laughs) That you can change your mind and that it is good to check in, to regroup, to reflect, and to realign. You know, this is for you if you think you've made some kind of decision and you get on a road and if you've noticed yourself using language like getting back on track or, you know, falling off a wagon or, (laughs) or (laughs) these are really much older modes of transportation. Um, Stalling in your vehicle. (laughs) I don't know. you know, this like, oh, I got to get back to that. I got to do that again. I've really lost touch with this. I really got to get, I haven't done this gratitude practice. I've really been neglecting my book. I've really been neglecting ba 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 ba. If these are the kinds of thoughts that you have that you see as positive thoughts, right? It's like, oh yeah, I really, I want a gratitude practice or I, I want to be working on my book. Um, so I'm just reminding myself, but notice the language and the tone. And also the knee-jerk kind of idea that you need to get back into something, that you've fallen out and you need to go back. Isn't it interesting that the language is go back? <laughs> like, because, dear listener, I'm, you know, forward. Forward is the way you want to go, right? Being here in the present moment, feeling your life in this moment, you becoming someone new in this moment with more love, everything changing, growing, it's moving forward. Don't aspire to go back, to get back, to return, right? So what, you know, what we can do instead, and this is, I'm being nitpicky about this, but I think that, you know, how we speak to ourselves becomes part of our conscious, our subconscious programming, right? So, you know, if we're repeating that we got to go back, we got to go back, we got to go back. There's this idea that we are telling ourselves that the way we used to be is better. And that if we are moving away from something, that we are um, going in the wrong direction. And what I'm interested in for you is a chance to pause and to reassess and to make this a regular part of your practice right? Not just something you do when you're lost or when you're stranded, right? But just to check, just to double check, okay, where are we? What's going on? Who are the players? What are the pieces? Do we still want this? Are we going to keep creating this? 
If so, are there pieces that we can let go of? Is there a more efficient way we can move forward, right? This works with traveling, right? Following a map, um, you have a plan and then, you know, are we, are we still on the right road? Like, you know, checking in frequently will help you, will just help you prevent like going way off course. Um, and it also helps you connect with who you are now, how you're feeling now, and what you want. If you were in a car on a road trip and you were frequently checking your map, you might check in and be like, oh, originally we planned to go, you know, drive the next eight hours, but actually I am really tired. I feel a little cold coming on. I would really love to stay in a hotel tonight and pick up the driving in the morning, right? You can make a change based on how you're feeling and based on your needs, right? So I wanna just normalize this. You're probably good at regrouping and reflecting and realigning in some parts of your life. Uh, In fact, this whole episode is inspired by a client of mine who is listening, (laughs) who is great at remembering in certain parts of her life that, you know, she will reflect, she will regroup, she will reorganize a project, total aces at this in certain areas. And then in other areas, just forgetting entirely that this is an option and that this is a beautiful practice, right? So part of the reason why you haven't heard from me for a little bit, um, as many of you may know, I launched The Art of Self-Marriage. And, you know, as many of you know, I manage concussion recovery, which is an energy management (laughs) project that's always ongoing. And so I was making decisions on the fly about where to direct my energy. I had thought I would be having regular podcasts. I did for a while. And then I was redirecting it to those of you who are on my mailing list, choosing to communicate there. And, um, you know, and so, so now I'm kind of coming back and I'm like, oh, <laughs> where's my energy going now? The course is running. We have a beautiful group of loved ones on this epic first early adapter journey of the art of self-marriage. It is so wonderful. Um, I also want to plant the seed here that if you'd been thinking about it or were curious about it, start saving, start planning. This is something that your heart wants and you're not, you're like, you know, don't let yourself just kind of forget about it, right? Just like on that road trip, you might drive by and see like a, a weird, you know, candy shop on like a rural road that has all these like really cool crafts out front. And it's like, what? And you can't stop now because you're on the opposite side of the highway, but you're like, you know what? On the way back, we're going to go to see that. Chances are you'll forget (laughs) unless you plan it, unless you write it down, unless you, you know, make your intention known and pay attention right on the map or whenever you go that, okay, this is where that candy shop is. We're going to pull over, right? So the time will fly and your mind will be filled with other, (laughs) your mind will be filled with other things. Put this on the calendar, put this in your dream book, put this on your vision board, the art of self-marriage. Notice when the words self-marriage show up. Notice when people joke about marrying themselves, choosing themselves. Notice how you feel when creative callings start coming up this year and just keep on watering that dream. 
if that part of you for for I know for many of you part of that is planning around budget so get a special jar <laughs> decorate the jar or an account <laughs> if you don't want to like get a jar um start putting money aside for that this is an investment in something that you would love to have happen right so um this season so you know so i'm coming to september I was in this flurry of like launching, of starting this new thing I've never done before, managing energy. There were also a bunch of family celebrations. And after three and a half years of managing concussion recovery, um, plus the year and a half-ish of the pandemic, um, this was all a huge challenge to um, test myself in s- social situations and um, manage the recovery from those situations and all of that. I find myself this September, I can't believe it's almost the end. And I just feel I've, you know, every time I've wanted to, to write something or to, to get something down or to make an assessment, make an assertion, I've just been getting this feeling like not yet, not yet, not yet. And I've been getting this whispering call to just go inside, to just listen and to reflect, to regroup, to realign. What's funny is that feeling has been coming, but also there's this strange kind of patience because I, I plan to do that actually tomorrow after this recording um, with a friend specifically do, to do some business visioning. Um, but I've been thinking about doing that for three weeks and there's a calm around it. There's this feeling like I've made this decision to regroup and I don't have to rush it. You know, I don't have to figure out the next thing. I don't have to be busy. Dear listener, I am offering you this. If you are stressing yourself out, if you are trying to control with answers, uh, if you're trying to figure out the next step and feeling like there's something wrong with you for not getting your butt in the chair and pounding out on your laptop and like getting a word count going or getting your website up or whatever it is that you're working on, um, you're allowed to take your time. And often our creative impulses, our creative nature has its own time, <laughs> its own organic timing, right? We're working with our creative energy, not controlling and forcing our creative energy that doesn't usually work in any kind of sustainable way. So let's talk about regrouping, reflecting, realigning. Why is this a good thing to do? Is it just some cute self-care thing to just be a little more patient and give yourself a break? That's all true. And think about like the power of this practice, right? This isn't just something that you do when you're lost, (laughs) right? Like if you're thinking about a creative project and you've put it aside for a while for lots of good reasons, um, and you're coming back to it, I think, you know, there can be some shame in that, right? Of like, oh, I don't even know where I am anymore in this project. I've got to like, I don't even know where to get back in. I feel so lost. And sometimes that can actually prolong our, our staying away, right? Like if I had done that with this podcast, it felt gone down some kind of shame spiral about it. I would have been like, oh my God, it says on iTunes, it's every two weeks. There, there was a while where I was doing it every week. Then I just disappeared. 
I don't even know what my last episode was about. I And then I could just spiral and feel crappy. And then if I'm feeling crappy and full of self-judgment, I'll tell you that's not when I record my best work. <laughs> I don't think I have done that um, for you guys on the podcast. Um, but, you know, it's not going to be any good. And then it's just going to prolong this gap. And then I'll come back to it and be like, oh, now it's even longer. Now it's been two months. Bah, bah, bah. Beat myself up. It's boring, you guys. It's so boring. So this is like a wonderful thing. If if I only realigned, regrouped, reflected when something like this happened, like a large break, then I'm training myself to associate that practice of realignment with loss, you know, with being lost, with losing, with failing, right? Um, you don't have to wait to do the realignment, just like you don't have to wait until you're on the brink of divorce to go to couples therapy, right? Which a lot of people do, right? It's like, this is our last resort. What if you went to couples therapy before you get to the brink of divorce? Maybe you'll never get to the brink of divorce, right? Like what would it be like if you went for a check-in, you went to explore how you could strengthen the relationship you already have. Imagine the difference in the trajectory of that relationship. And yes, relationships are creative. Well, maybe not projects, but it's, it is creativity. You're creating a relationship, right? So checking in, reassessing, see what's working, see what you can get out of there. Um, keeping things alive, like a garden, like a painting, like anything that you are creating, right? So doing this more frequently, you could build it into your calendar, right? That's one way to do it where you're like, oh, every month I just do a big review. How did last month go? We're just checking in and we're not doing it in, not doing this review because we've failed. We're not doing this review because we like, oh, oh, I don't remember what my homework was. Like we don't do it like that. We're doing it because it's it's the new moon and we do it every new moon or whatever you decide. So you can build it into your schedule. Um, you can even do it weekly. <laughs> you can do it every day. Uh, do it whenever you feel like it, but do it often and look forward to it because there is such a wonderful gift here. Let's say you had a, um, I'll talk about, so my book, which has had many, many breaks, many, many stalled out periods um, over the last more than a decade now that I've been working on Crash Bloom, my book about um, creative ways to like move through a breakup, right? So there were, if I, and I've had many of these regrouping sessions, some of them were from a, that place of, oh, I'm a loser and I need to get back into this and I don't know what's happening. And now I look forward to it because it's like, I can lay all this stuff on the table. Here are the chapters that are finished. Here are the chapters that aren't. Here's a list of chapters I thought I would write. Here's some illustrations I thought I might use. Here's some ideas about how I might publish this or not publish this. Here's some other, you know, all kinds of timelines, plans, whatever. Laying it all on the table, moving it around. It's like you can apply the, the magic of tidying up a la Marie Kondo with a project, with a relationship, with the contents of your refrigerator, with whatever, right? So like with my book, if it's like, what if I laid it all down and then I looked at it all just the way Marie Kondo would have you look at all of your sweaters at once and be like, huh, which are the, if I was starting from scratch, if I was going to only take the parts of this book 
that, you know, quote unquote, spark joy or that feel resonant, right? Which ones would I pick? Because if we don't have that model of that we are choosing, that we are refining, realigning, we can easily get into this habit of like, well, I did all this, so I guess it all belongs here. Like I've always had these sweaters, so I guess I'll just shove them back into the cupboard, right? Like they don't all have to be here. You get to choose. You are always getting to choose. Everything can change. You are the creator, right? So I'll have my book out and I'll look at this and there might be a chapter. And in fact, there was plenty of them where I thought they were brilliant when I wrote them and they were very emotionally resonant when I wrote them, but 10 years has gone by and it's like, I don't even know what I was getting at in that chapter. (laughs) I don't know what I was feeling, but I was feeling some kind of way and I'm not feeling that kind of way anymore. And is this useful for my reader? Is this chapter actually a paragraph that belongs in a different chapter where I can scrap the whole thing, but oh, I just like that little nugget. Maybe it's just not even going to be in the book at all, but maybe this is like, oh, this is a good infographic (laughs) for Instagram and that's it. And the rest of the chapter can go, right? Maybe there's themes presenting themselves or maybe there's too many and it's confusing. I can tell you if you're working on a creative, like let's say a book and you've got it all on the table and you're confused, your reader's probably going to be confused, (laughs) right? So if I was to Marie Kondo the book, I would be like, here, yeah, here are the chapters, here are the themes I'm seeing emerging. Here, I'm not sure about this, but I'm just going to take the ones that are like, oh, hell yeah, this is amazing. Love this drawing. Don't know where it's going, but it's got to be a part of it. Put them all on a separate table, a separate surface, and then take a look at what's behind. You know, do I need any of this? Sometimes it's, is it the word armature? Is that the word? Um, I'm going to use armature. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word or not, but it's uh, what I'm what I'm imagining it means is the um, like the wire framework that you build upon. Like uh, I was thinking of like my time in um, working in a floral design studio, and there might be like an arm like a wire sort of armature that you would build that you would then like you know put attach flower and f- floral to and and to create a shape or something. This is. A terrible example because I'm not <laughs> I'm not explaining it well at all but maybe it needs to be built so that other things can be built and then it can be removed because it has served its purpose do you know what I mean then it can be taken out it's like a frame uh oh oh here we go paper mache a balloon okay so you, you blow up the balloon and you paper mache around the balloon You don't need to keep the balloon. The balloon was there so that you could build around it. And then once that is strengthened and hardened, you pop the balloon. You don't need the balloon, right? But sometimes in our life and in our projects, we just keep that balloon because we're attached to it, because we it needs part of it, whatever. And we don't realize, no, actually that balloon was there and it served a purpose and it can go. So if you're working on a book, there might be chapters, there might be characters, there might be whole pieces. There might be things that you do in your home, like, you know, furniture or things that you're trying out or colors that you're trying out. And they don't work out. And instead of being sad about it, you're like, oh, but if I hadn't made this mistake, it wouldn't have led me to the answer, right? And I'm using the mistake very loosely. But if I hadn't made this choice, I wouldn't have found my way to this other choice. So maybe I can just thank that thing (laughs) for leading me to the choice that I want and I can let it go. 
So not only is it good for just your sanity and your direction that you have permission to reflect, to regroup, to refine, to realign, but it's also going to help you create your best work. It allows your work to communicate with you, to show you, you know what? I'm actually a much shorter book than you think. (laughs) So let me be seen this way and we can let go of everything else. You can repurpose it or you can just let it go entirely and trust that your best work will emerge. That permission, dear listener, to constantly give yourself permission to change directions, to realign, to redefine, it is a way that you also build trust and confidence with yourself, right? Because you're like, I can always check in. Or, yeah, I just checked in on Thursday, so I am confident in these actions moving forward. They're taking me where I want to go. They're taking me towards a goal. Or they're taking me in a direction that feels right, right? You might have moments where, you know, your, your mind is saying one thing and your body's saying another thing. And if you have checked in and you're like, you know what? I just, I know that this whole invitation, this dinner invitation or this party, um, it sounds great. And it sounds like something I would normally love and it makes sense mentally. There's something happening in my body. It just, I don't feel good about going. And then you make a choice to listen to one or the other. And then when you don't go to that party, um, yeah, you might have some feelings about it, but you will know that you made that decision, that you have realigned, right? You're not going to be jerking into actions on things like sitting down and working on something when you haven't, (laughs) you're not really sure. It's like getting in the car and just driving really fast in one direction because you want to feel productive, but you're going somewhere else that you don't actually want to be, or you don't even know where you're going, right? So where in your life have you not given yourself permission to reflect, to reassess, to regroup, to refine? What's feeling a little confusing in your life? Um, One of my, my latest favorite decluttering authors is Brooks Palmer. He wrote Clutter Busting and Clutter Busting Your Life. And um, he says that anytime you feel confused, it's clutter. (laughs) You pick up an item and you're like, I don't know where it goes. And you have that fog coming over you. It's clutter. The thought is clutter. The thing is likely clutter. So where in your life are you feeling this kind of confusion? Now, when I say it's clutter, I don't mean that you need to get rid of it. If you're feeling confused about your relationship, I'm not saying just put it in a box and give it to Goodwill. Like, that's not what I'm saying. Um, But maybe, maybe this is an invitation to do a little reflecting, to do a little regrouping. Where are we right now? What is happening right now? What are all the things that come up when I think of this? So it could be a relationship with someone else. It could be a relationship with yourself, your, your life trajectory, your goals. It can be a specific project like a book or a work of art or um, you know, a piece of music, whatever, right? So where are we with it? What's all here? You can just, I like to just blurt everything out and just write it all down, post-its, scrap paper, whatever, so that I can see it, much like Marie Kondo's process, right? If I can put it all down in a way that I can see it, I can take it in, and yes, it might be overwhelming, 
And you can't really know what to do if you don't really know what you're working with. So this is such a gift, right? Think about where you would like to do this. And I invite you and give you permission, dear listener, to do this when it feels right. Do it right now if you feel like it. Um, I'm not going to give you a deadline because I've also been feeling some kind of way about this myself. And also, like, just trusting that there's something stirring. There's something in the air. I don't know what it is. Um, But... I just know and trust that I'm going to be ready to regroup when I am. I haven't lost sight of it. I'm not pushing it away. I know that it's there. And every day I'm like, yeah, I'm getting ready to regroup. I'm getting ready to refine. I'm getting ready to realign. And I'm listening for the right time. And I'm trusting this process. (laughs) Um, I'm sure you can hear the car alarm that went. Um, (laughs) And it got highlighted by another horn. Maybe you can't hear it. I'm not sure. Um, As I said, trust the process. But I feel like that phrase, trust the process, just got like an extra bit of amplification, courtesy of (laughs) terrible car alarms outside of my window. Anyways, um, so dear listener, I give you full permission to reflect. I also send you courage because sometimes reflecting and regrounding you know we're facing things we're facing change we're facing things that maybe are changing and we're facing our own resistance to that changing yes we are creating and sometimes it's about letting go and sometimes that can be a little painful and a little bittersweet so whatever it is um i wish you the 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 force the support of creative nature by your side, permission to reassess everything. You are not locked in, okay? You can make choices every day that change your direction. You can make choices of how to be, how to love, what to let go of, when to rebegin, when to pivot. This is beautiful. This is beautiful and powerful, and you have this power every single day. You are someone worth loving. It all starts with you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for making the soft shoulder part of your self-care practice. And thank you, Alison Tarr of Tech Coven, for whom without this podcast would not exist. Check out Alison Tarr's YouTube channel, Tech Coven. Uh, and you can read more about her web design work at alisontarr.com. Thank you so much, dear listener. Have a beautiful, beautiful realignment until we meet again.